Hi, I'm John Schroden. I'm here with Omar Samad, uh, who's with the Atlantic Council, a senior fellow there. And we thought we'd talk a little bit today about the ongoing violence in Kabul um, and the uh, targeted assassination, targeted uh, campaign of assassinations that we've seen in Afghanistan over the last few months. Um, and I was just, I uh, saw this morning in, on Twitter, somebody tweeted that you know, in, F in Kabul over the last few days, there were three explosions on Saturday, three on Sunday, four on Monday, uh, three yesterday, and this morning in a single hour, there were three more. Uh, and so there's there's really a campaign of, of violence going on inside the capital uh, and even more broadly across the country. And Omar, I'm curious what your thoughts are on, you know, are the Taliban behind this? Is it other actors? Is it some kind of mix? What What do you think? Well, hello, John, and um, hello to everyone. Um, well, you see, uh, I think uh, that if you focus solely on this particular aspect of violence in Afghanistan, uh, you see uh, a lot of complexities. I don't think there is a clear answer as to who is behind these campaigns. Let's go back to about a year ago when we started seeing these targeted attacks um, and uh, Wahid Mujda was one of the first ones. He was a commentator, a political activist, sort of pro-peace. And then there were two uh, mullahs, two very well-known uh, clerics uh, who, were, who, were, who were killed. Um, and then it went on to journalists and there was an attack on on the university and all kinds of different things have happened. And so those, in my opinion, uh, lasted for almost a year. Um, and then over the past few weeks, we are seeing a shift to uh, what I would call uh, magnetic IEDs, uh, these magnetic bombings that, that are attached to cars mostly. Uh, and they blow up and mostly kill individuals who are inside the car. Uh, so there's been a shift uh, in tactic. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of, uh, there are obviously a lot of uh, rumors as to what may be, who may be behind this. And I really think after having talked to uh, knowledgeable sources in Kabul, uh, people who are within the security apparatus, uh, as well those who are, uh, observing and following these closely, that uh, it's a mix uh, that there could be different hands involved, uh, some for political reasons, obviously others for spoil as spoilers, uh, and it could be anyone. So the, the problem is that it's very murky and it can be anyone. Yeah, what do you think about um, Barney Rubin's letter that he wrote, his open letter to the Taliban uh, yesterday, I mean, he, he called it unconvincing that they weren't involved and, and asked them to provide, uh, you know, proof that they weren't, if it's, yes. if it's not them. What do you I think, I think it's, it's valid. I think that the, 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 there's a bird, you know, there, there's a burden of proof on the Taliban. They have to, I mean, they have come out clearly several times issuing statements saying we are not behind this. But uh, people want proof, uh, and it's very difficult to provide proof. But let me turn this and ask you, what, what is your take from a security, you know, somebody who has been in the security sector and, and knows a lot more about it? 
what what do you think uh, is going on with with these targeted killings? Yeah, it's it's a great question. I mean, uh, you're you're exactly right. It's hard to find proof one way or the other uh, determinative. Uh, and so, one different way of thinking about this is who stands to gain from these types of killings, and is there are there logical connections that one could make there? Uh, and I think if you look at that, you know, look at it from that angle, it's hard to argue that the Taliban are not involved somehow, right? Because they do stand a lot to gain. Uh, both from the types of people who are being targeted and killed, whether that's uh, Afghan security forces or other members of the security forces, whether that's um, you know members of the government or people who work with the government, whether it's academics or members of the media, um, there are a lot of reasons to to think to see uh, how these killings uh, help the Taliban in you know both its current. Uh, campaign of trying to, you know, take more territory and weaken the government, but also, if the if the organization, if if the Taliban see themselves as ascendant and likely to be uh, taking, you know, and governing Afghanistan in the near future, then they they stand a lot to gain by eliminating people who would be significant yeah. political impediments to them. And when I look at other groups, you know, certainly ISIS could be behind some of these. Uh, but it's not really, it doesn't fit their style as well. Um, and there are other groups in Afghanistan who could be involved as well. I, I think that anyone who's against peace and against a, a, an inclusive peace process can be behind this. So it can be any element in Kabul, outside Kabul, or in the region. Yeah, I think that's right. Again, very hard to prove. Uh, and hopefully more information will come to light uh, to help us understand. And, and good talking to you, John. <laughs> you as well, Omar. Thank you Thanks. very much. Bye. Bye.